look, Matt, I don't see what the harm is in just giving it a try. What's the big deal? Sure, Al. Not like it's my thing, you know? Like, no chance I might actually look forward to this every week. Jeez, this is literally my one job. Come on, Matt. What can it hurt? Fine. I see it's still going to Trace's head. Ego and all. Ready when you are, Dennis. And Matt, it was Liz's idea. Liz's? Why? The cross-check's got things looking dire. With Gaynard coming down to the wire. Between owing Mercedes and the no-show ladies, Shawzy steady pitting up fires. Oh, okay. Good call, Liz. Yeah, she's definitely the brains of that outfit. I know, right? So, how's that, fellas? Uh, uh, you know, yeah. it was it was good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, well, Arkady, bloody hell, it's getting all teasy. I've half a mind to get a good big stick and Abby. Were that good enough or not? Yes, it was perfect, per- perfect. Dennis. Yes. It was perfect, Dennis. <laughs> you know, instead of man advantage, I would have gone with in the five hole. Tanya, you ready? Yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah! Matt, you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah! Victor, you ready? It's not a goldfish. Good, because you're going. Yeah! That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Doran's podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thursday, Thursday. That means we are once again hanging at the produce stand, a podcast paying tribute to everything in that universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one decides what's good for the game. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the violent Victor. And joining us this week, he grew up in hot fuzz country, uh, can see the eye of Sauron from outside his house, and he likes spending his Saturdays getting muddy with 13 other guys and a hooker. Uh, please join me in making some noise for Dennis. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Welcome to the produce stand, Dennis. How are you today? Good and you? <laughs> Not so bad. Uh, so why don't we? We'll start. I mean, you're with by your accent, we can tell where you were speaking to us from. But where are you speaking to us from? Birmingham, UK. Bir- Birmingham, UK. Yeah. Amazing. What time is it over there right now? P forty one. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe. Thank you so much for joining us. I, what, it's what time? Two forty-one. Oh, two forty-one. Yeah. Oh. In the afternoon. <laughs> no, no, that, that would be Australia. No, <laughs> that's so, not how time works. <laughs> How's tomorrow? <laughs> Cold, dark. Yeah. Yes. life in the future same as here actually so not 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 that different amazing well thank you for joining us i mean you've been on before like for ag halls and stuff but i guess we you know we haven't had you on for a solo episode so why don't we start with you're in the uk how did you learn about letter kenny um uh, saw lots of clips of the cold opens during lockdown mm-hmm. and i thought okay i've had enough of seeing these let's see what it's actually all about right so got it on my laptop and watched amazing every episode Every, and then we watched every episode. <laughs> How many times through have you gone now? Five or six. Wow. Wow. You've got Tanya and Victor beat and probably Matt and myself as well, actually. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, let's, let's get going with our, How are you now? Uh, tonight's lineup is Matt, Victor, myself, Tanya, and our guest Dennis will have the last word. No way, man. You jumped a whole lot. I want to know why you're, what, what's going on on Saturdays with you and so, how what? can I be a part of it? What? Who's this? 
for Dennis. What's he doing on Saturdays? Getting all muddy with 13 other guys oh, yeah. and a hooker. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> Dennis, I asked you to send me a, a sentence or two for your intro. <laughs> Thank you, Tanya. This sounds way better than moving on to my week. Let's go. I, I, I just, I'm, yeah, I'm in. Like, how, what, what do I need to do to get involved in that? <laughs> really? Mud you want to get hookers? involved in that? Eh? Okay. <laughs> Dennis is impressed. Play rugby. <laughs> oh, rugby. Yeah. Oh, so, is hooker a rugby term? It's a position. Yeah, well, we know that. <laughs> Do we? I didn't know that. Many positions, really. But what one in particular well, depends are you on the uh, playing? Oh, I see. Uh, they're in the middle of the scrum and they hook the ball back with their foot. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. That makes sense now. I've seen that happen in rugby That's games. That's a very specific allegedly. role. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they tend to have absolutely no neck. Short guys, very wide, no neck. Sounds like uh, the the center on a football team, you know, the guy who, whose job it is to snap the ball back. That's kind of all he does. That and keeps yeah, the, that's the quarterback from getting uh, killed by the other side. That's where the center started. <laughs> right. Oh, well, there you go. See? See, I know my sports. Do you sports. know? <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> all right. I didn't realize we were talking about a sport until just there. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> have you been? Thank you for I'm explaining, right. Dennis. Sorry. Yes. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. It's been, uh, it's been, I'm on week three of trying to kick whatever this sort of trailing cold is of mine that's been coming and going. I mean, I'm all right. Um, my, uh, I guess the one story I'll tell, and I won't take it too much time this week, but my four-year-old is one bad moment away being called to the principal's office. Uh-oh. <laughs> How? He's in junior kindergarten. How, when has that ever happened in the history of junior kindergarten? Well, apparently mine has figured out how to do that with his defiant behavior. Mm. So we have had to, we are in the process of making some aggressive changes around the house to make sure he does not become a full-on degen at the age of four. So that was fun that we were told that he's been just basically saying no to everything, um, throwing his fists at teachers, not actually hitting them, just kind of like motioning, um, dropped an F-bomb the other day. So that was fun. Yeah. I don't know where he learned that from, but uh, we'll have to make sure that uh, he does not do that again. Well, it's not like he doesn't walk in on you watching Shorzy or anything. No, that was the 10-year-old, <laughs> oh, no. the four-year-old. Oh. <laughs> There's too many of them, man. Right, I yeah, can't you, keep track yeah. which one I parent in which way. It's your fault. You've outnumbered yourselves. <laughs> it's a triple standard. I got to I gotta treat each one. I, can, I just I need them all the same age, and that's not how time works. So no, no. <laughs> um, I, I just we're figuring it out. But, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a rough day when we got basically pulled. My wife got pulled aside from the teacher saying, listen, here's what's going on. Um, we're going to monitor the situation. And if it gets any worse, we're going to have to have a sit down with the principal and strategize how to deal with him. I'm like, oh, he's four. So this is going to be fun. But uh, he has not been overly receptive to the changes so far, but uh, we're going to stay the course and, and see how it pays off. So go parenting. Uh, <laughs> well, well, let's hope. Uh, That's my week. Tobias says that is not all a center does in, in uh, football. <laughs> so I'm, I'm being reprimanded on this on the live stream. Uh, <laughs> Victor, how was your yes, week? Yes, sir. Um, weeks, uh, weeks been uh, actually went by pretty quickly uh, since last time we chatted. Um, hey, Matt, uh, don't worry. Natalie's been, was, uh, we were called in because she was called into the principal's office when she was four uh, as well. And uh, she was, I think, doing some bullying and she didn't like uh, when people called her by her name. Um, That's a shame. You know, um, <laughs> so she had all kinds of stupid things and, you know, she, she lived through it. Yeah, uh, and she's yeah. the good one. 
Yeah, she's the and, yeah. and she's the she's the good one exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it'll um, be fine. He just is very much in that <laughs> I don't like literally anything you tell me to do stage. So that, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's it's, hey, it's, you know it's, what? It's, it's a blast. It's a phase. You yeah. chose to have them. You now you have to deal with uh, all the <laughs> comedy that comes along with it. Uh, hey, um, so I've been I've been watching Squid Game, the the reality. Oh, I haven't uh, watched yes! season two. I started right? too. Yeah. Oh. Do so it's 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 actually super. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like obviously people don't die, but. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but it's a pretty good show. Uh, they did a, they did a pretty good job uh, kind of recreating that as a real game show. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so cool. hard agree. I, hard, yeah, hard agree. Yeah, yeah. So so okay, if you haven't on. watched it, so you've it, got is it season yeah. two of the? Uh, no, oh, no, okay. it's not season two. It, oh. It's Squid Games, the reality show. The oh. app, like people are competing for five million dollars. Yeah, five. Wow, that's a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. But they're not killing them. Well, I hope uh, he, he led with that. They're not actually dying. Yeah, like I feel like did I spoil it for you? No, uh, no, no. <laughs> she wouldn't have watched. She wouldn't have watched it otherwise. Why would, they, why would they call it Squid yes. Games if that's yes. not? People yeah. don't have their fingernails removed on oh, live television or anything. Like. Do we know? Um, them? Are they coming out with a season two? I feel like they. I, 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 yeah, it says like when you go into into the pre, uh, like the preview mm-hmm. uh, section, it does say season two is coming out. Okay. Good. Unrelated, unrelated to this, uh, to this real TV show. Anyway, um, yeah, and uh, I, came, I was in the office today. Uh, brought the team in, took them out to lunch for yes. our kind of winter holiday lunch because it's going to be very hard to get people together in the next uh, little while. So, so that was a fun day today. Um, nice to be downtown before all the craziness and uh, whatnot. So, and then I'll go crawl back into my hole now for a little while. Mm-hmm. Very nice. All right. Uh, my week. Uh, so Sunday we had lunch with Adrian and that was we fun. There's uh, uh, Adrian, Tanya and I, and, uh, uh, Gord, um, and, um, and, uh, Cassie. So we, we met up at turtle Jack's in Mississauga and, uh, had a, a very pleasant meal and, uh, chatted and stuff. He told us all about his time up in Sudbury and the hockey game and, and meeting up with Michelle and Aaron and sounded like they had a great time. Uh, so that was fun. And then today, uh, with work, uh, we did our, uh, I had a volunteer day at work. So we went and did holiday helpers, which was very cool. Uh, basically it's a, a char- charitable organization that, uh, provides, you know, families that, that are going through hard times with, you know, Christmas tree and decorations and food and food or not food uh, with and clothing and housewares and stuff like, for, you know, if a family had a, like a house fire and lost everything, holiday helpers will provide for the, 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 the parents and the children for, for the holidays. And, uh, it's an amazing cause. And I spent a really gratifying afternoon wrapping gifts and, and moving stuff and shipping out. Uh, the, I think they're trying to help uh, 1200 families this year, which is amazing. Uh, like there was a, a whole store full of, uh, like Christmas trees, pre-lit Christmas trees that we were sending out. And, uh, amazing. yeah, it was really cool. And so I was there with my teams, um, with my team from Moneris and, uh, we had a great time and yeah, that was my day. I'm a little, a little tired and sore today. Cause then I came home and Tanya made us go out and hang Christmas lights in the dark, which I suppose it's the best time to do it. It is the best time it to really hang is. Christmas lights because you can see the ones that are working and stuff, but, yep. uh, it was a bit of a pain in the ass. Go yeah. science. <laughs> uh, my week, uh, it's been a whirlwind. I, I really don't feel like tomorrow's Friday. It feels like it, I just, I don't even know what's happened. Uh, I blinked and the week is gone. Um, 
we are getting ready to celebrate uh, to Saturday on Saturday. Uh, oh our, yeah, our anniversary. Oh, that's exciting. That's right. That is exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, I just found us tickets, um, and we're going to go see some naked ladies. Um, so that's going to be naked so ladies. much fun. <laughs> Where are you seeing them? Up at uh, Casino Rama. Oh, that's fun. I, I thought they disbanded. No, they kicked out uh, their one of their singers because he had a bad never nervous breakdown. No, you he, could have seen them a couple weeks ago. They played for free while lighting the Christmas tree at the Eaton Center. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna go yeah. see them up at Rama. Sans uh, Stephen Page, they kicked him out because he had a bad coke habit. Um, and uh, so they're they've been, yeah, so. but they've been without him now for a few years. Uh, but uh, looking forward to it. like this is kind of a last minute deal. And uh, yeah. yeah, do you need a third wheel? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> put, put a pin in it. We'll put a pin in that. Oh, okay. And, and we're going for uh, a lovely dinner at Arby's. <laughs> so uh, that's the way I roll for uh, for that, uh, for this many years married. You might actually need a third wheel because I don't think Al appreciates Arby's like I do with I you, Dan. So. Shut the hell up. You threw Just out the saying. curly fries. I feel like you've I'll been consuming Victor. too much <laughs> Arby's lately. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, crazy so, this should be a sponsor <laughs> i i should be i should be yeah so that's gonna happen and uh that will be fun and what else was i gonna say oh we've been watching uh the show upload um, oh yeah that, uh, season uh, three yeah. season three and uh oh, yeah. enjoying that one mm-hmm. it's an interesting that's, twist mm-hmm. on things that's cool. st- you stuck I, with that one eh? i i yeah. i did well i, I, mean, I gave up and see se- i gave up like halfway through season two i liked season one but season, season one was three, great I, yeah. yeah, season two lost me, and maybe I'll come back to it. I'm the same. I'm with you, Victor. I, I couldn't get yeah. through like the second episode. I kind of just yeah. drifted off and haven't yeah. gone back. Uh, well, we're enjoying it. I mean, it's. Uh, I think they're. I think they're back on the on the on track with season three. And yeah, hopefully, it's the last season though, because I can't see them taking the story uh, much further than this. But uh, cool. so, strong recommendation for at least season one of Upload. If anyone is, hasn't mm. seen it, if you like your sci-fi with the. Uh, uh, well, it's not. It's not like it's, it's a quirky. Yeah, it's quirky. Yeah, it's an interesting take on yeah afterlife. Very yeah. much so. Yeah, Dennis, how have you been, bud? Really good. Um, oh, I'm no longer at risk of redundancy. Oh, congrats! Is that because you've been made redundant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's two ways you could look at that yeah, statement. That's eh? true. Yeah. <laughs> Loving the optimism there. Uh, no, like, <laughs> uh, no. After some office politicking by managers, I they've got me permanent and nice. So, yeah, that's that done and out of the way. And I started my Christmas movie season. So. Okay, and what what did you start with? Oh, I'm uh, so curious. On Thanksgiving Day, I'm not American, but always watch. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Ah, that's oh, I love it. Yeah, that's great. And that end, oh, it breaks me. The, the ending on that breaks me. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, went to the cinema and watched Home Alone. Nice. At the theater. Oh, that's right. You, you, you uh, talked about that on Discord. Yeah, really good. Awesome. Oh, uh, speaking of Home Alone, um, I, I do have a recommendation if people are looking for a nice kind of semi-heartwarming kind of a... Th- christmas yes show to watch yes it's on netflix and it's called storm for christmas it's um it's dubbed in english it's a it's a, a norwegian show oh um home for so, christmas a no, storm for christmas oh, storm for christmas. yeah so it mostly takes place at the oslo airport 
And it's just everyone's stranded and there's the kind of these different people who their lives get intertwined and stuff like that. So it's like multiple storylines all in one. Mm-hmm. And it's not preachy. Like it's it's a feel-good kind of a feel-good show, but it's not like overly preachy or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, doesn't kind of doesn't do that nonsense right so it's it's actually it's it's nice it's like i think six or eight episodes i can't recall okay and it's it's a very nice watch you will enjoy it oh we'll have to check it out then uh, dennis i apologize for that interruption by victor were you done uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right well why don't we move on then to the twitter roll call uh let's see here uh Welcome to not so new Twitter followers, Monkey D Coco Gin from Houston, Fireworks Depot from Ontario, Canada, Doug Henderson, Pat Richardson from Perry Hall, Maryland, Rachel Lynn, Matthew Betchel, uh, Fella, Prez 10 from Ironton, Missouri. Jeff is in Texas from the crap part of Texas. Uh, Dad Bod Baboon from Panama City, Florida. JB, Andy, Bitch Pudding, uh, Dave Thurlby, uh, Laura, Laura M.W. from Boston, The Blog Era Podcast, uh, um, Jesse, Maca- uh, sorry, Jesse Camacho, he's the star of Less Than Kind Bandits and hopefully a future TPS guest, Reverend Big Daddy Freddy from Pennsylvania, Natalie Davies from Wales, Cece from Grave Denmark, speaking of Denmark, oh no, you're talking about Norway, never mind, uh, Sudbury Tourism, Kane Mann, uh, Germ.Tattoo from Richmond, Virginia, Stephen Hirsch, uh, Callie Gets It, uh, Jade, Alex Kidd, Ginger Dad, Courtney from Knoxville, Tennessee, Daria Chalupa, uh, Big Show 28 from Maple Grove, Minnesota, Steve, Brian Holder from uh, Murfreesboro, uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, Bruins Fa- Fast Cast, Walt Sisson, Emily Erblick, uh, Mark Miller, Austin Kruzich from Belton, Texas, JM from Sudbury, uh, Chad from uh, Brooks, sorry, Chad Brooks, Arfin Jackie from Bangladesh, Tulip Hill, Seth Eister, Nelson Muntz fan page from the UK, B Coops 0326, uh, Eric Carpenter from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Brenda from Castle Rock, Colorado, Rob Hornbuckle, uh, Wes Vance from Dog Park, and Bryce Gavin Waugh from uh, Oklahoma. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Wow. Previously on so Letter Kenny. <laughs> Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode four of Shorzy season two, Players Only. That episode received a fresh rating from Casey, Victor, Tanya, and myself, and a clearance from Matt. Uh-oh. According to our scientific Twitter poll, 82% gave the episode a fresh rating, 16% agreed with Matt, and 2% need to give their balls a tug. Uh, this week, we recap and review season uh, episode five of season two, The Man Advantage. Matt, have you done your homework? Uh, si, signore. Victor, have you done your homework? It is. I've done my homework. Tan, have you done your homework? Good, because I'm going. And Dennis, have you done your homework? <laughs> yeah, she's learning. What's that? We had homework. Yes, you had homework. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. call it homework over there? It's okay. You've watched it yeah. six times already, I'm sure. Yes. They call it hooker. And over if there. I ask that a lot, just tell me to shut the fuck up because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm culturally growing. Yeah, there we go. Here we go. <laughs> well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. <laughs> 
We pick up in the cold open where we left, last left off with the bench-clearing brawl after Shorzy cross-checked McPherson in the face for the mortal sin of making the Bulldogs look bad on both his failed gold attempts. Uh, Shorzy drags McPherson onto the Bulldogs bench, leaving a trail of blood behind so that the Bulldogs can all team up and beat up on McPherson some more. And that's the end of that cold open. So... <laughs> It was a nice, simple, short, you, cold open. You, you read that in a biased way. Did I? Like, did I? Yes. Well, let's yes, let's uh, let's see what you guys thought about this, Matt. What did you think of this cold open? It was great. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was no, um, I love. I mean, I like that they do this in Shorzy, where they just literally pick up where they left off. Mm-hmm. Um, they did that in season one a few times. I've done it here already. I thought it was great. And then yeah, the blood the blood streak was just awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first time we've seen blood on this show. Uh, maybe i don't know i don't know i don't know but anyways Not- i liked it it was pretty brutal uh and uh the fact they dragged him into the goddamn bench to beat the shit out of him further was uh pretty uh pretty cold but i liked it uh awesome things i'm editorializing here but let's see what you guys said victor what did you think of this cold open uh, yeah i thought it was fantastic the music was perfect um yes the trogs it was a yeah a great song yeah um and yeah, it's exactly what we were hoping to see when when the ep- episode ended, right? And hoping, hoping um, to see? and okay. and and those were not two good goal attempts. Those were those were just hot dog moves that would, uh, don't don't really belong in an actual hockey that, game. That failed. Yeah, they failed. So anyway, uh, okay, thank you. Um, I thought the music for the cold open was good. Uh, everything else about this cold, this is uh, everything I've seen in two seasons of Shorzy. This is the, my least favorite cold open I've ever seen on anything. It was horrible. It was stupid. It was, it was, I hated it. I, I haven't hated any more. Like I haven't hated something more than I did with this cold open. Okay, Nancy, let's move yeah. on. Wow. Yeah. 10. I Wait, don't. hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm waiting for like Ash to Ashton to jump out or something. What do you mean? What? He means, I, is this like serious? he's offended by the fighting? He wants no. to see more of the Harlem Globetrotters on no. the ice. No, uh, hockey what players are, are hockey players are, are made to be such like you know uh, brave and, and admirable people. The yeah. guy was dragged onto the bench so oh. that a whole team could beat up on him for what for me for hurting their feelings so yeah no, i didn't, I didn't no, like this cold open no he was he was he was he broke the rule he broke i feel the like rule. there's something deeper here with that no, like, no this is just it. a we've continuation of our argument nerve. no this is just a continuation of our argument from last week but <laughs> it's been triggered but it, there's it, no it, argument it's just it's just common no, sense you don't you don't embarrass your fellow hockey players on the ice and if you do then you'd be ready to you know take the punishment how they established that he's the dirt Dirtiest player in hockey. No, but okay, but now his whole team is too. Like he dragged his entire team into well, it. Like no, I would say Frankie. Frankie had no an opportunity show. to yeah. stick jab that guy <laughs> on the ice, but he he just kind of. I'm obviously uh, in the the minority here. Uh, in the live stream, I'm getting uh, he fucked up. He was warned. Uh, norm, norm enforcement. Yada yada yada. Uh, Tanya, check if Al's a pod person. I hated it. It was so fucking like this is. <laughs> well, I actually thought like you were kidding of, to like no. to some degree because I've never you've been you're, like you're as brutal right now and how they were in that scene. Yeah, but in the opposite. Yeah, no, you this, might as well this, be a generative AI. Person this is the part. Right of, this is the part of hockey culture I've always hated, and so and this like, is like a, an like illustration of yeah, that's that's what I think <laughs> and how I feel. Anyway, Tanya, what do you think? It's very passion. <laughs> um, I I, I I don't remember it. <laughs> I I don't I don't remember the cold open the way you guys are saying 
It was just a brawl, but there was like blood on the I, ice. Then I he remember, dragged them onto the. I yeah. don't. Okay, so I may have fallen asleep because I don't rem- <laughs> I rem- I remember it starting the way it ended, and I'm like, oh, we're doing this again, and then I don't remember the whole. I don't think Did I. Did you say you fell asleep during the 15 seconds? I cold don't open? because I don't remember seeing somebody being dragged off the ice and put into. I don't remember seeing what it is that you guys, <laughs> what you guys are saying happened. She was bopping to the music, which was a great song. Great song. Wait, when Al said, "Did you do your homework? Did you actually do your homework?" I did. I th- I feel like I sat there. Was I tired? What did I watch? Some, this? Somebody in the live stream says she fell asleep again. No, we watched it last night. <laughs> did we watch it last? Anyway, night? this is. It's just I don't remember. I I remember. I remember what. Did they not like throw gloves down on the ice? Isn't that how? That was that, that was the last episode. The gloves are already down at this point. Mm, uh, I, uh, we'll watch it again later. Apparently, I so do. so you enjoyed it then, is what you're telling <laughs> me. It thanks, didn't register. Thanks, with for, it. thanks for your sorry deep insight that. here. Sorry I, about that. It didn't register. I don't with remember it the way you guys are saying yeah. it happened, but very but very entertaining. The mm-hmm. uh, passion that's happening and flying in the air. <laughs> Even she liked it, Al. I'm gonna I'm gonna have some more wine. Uh, Cassie's on my side. Here's the thing: I love the cold open because of how it was shot, but I definitely agree with. Al on the Michigan uh, uh, goal attempts. Thank you, Cassie. And she's need... just nice and she wants you not no. to feel bad about yourself. Cassie's she, a that's, smart. That, that just says more about empathetic who she is and woman. less about who you are. That's why I love Cassie. <laughs> that's why she's my favorite. Dennis, what did you think of this cold open? <laughs> I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, okay. It's a great choice of music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, if you remember last season, episode five, the red retro with the music with Patrick Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so this season, paralleling that, we're going to the trucks. Yeah, and he deserved born, he deserved the beatdown. Born to be alive. You, you can be wrong too, Dennis. That's fine. You yeah. can all be wrong. Uh, and here's what. Okay, do it once and fail. Fine. Mm-hmm. He gets one. He does it again. Fails. Yeah, he failed again. both attempts. Why? Why are they beating the shit and out of him? <laughs> why? He failed both he attempts. Could- for being a douchebag. You find out if he'd done it once, no. it would have been fine. But it's the continue dicking about. He yes. deserves it. Yes. I, uh, yeah. See, I, don't, it, I disagree. It's, it's, it's well, I don't understand why he deserves it. He's trying to score a goal within the rules of the game. And he failed on both attempts. Now, again, and I, I reiterate, had he been leveled during his attempt, like during the play, fine. No problem. But it was like I mean, well after it, the play. It, it, all I'll say, you know, he is purposely poking the bear at that point. Right or wrong, he's trying to score a goal. That's but in a manner in which he was born. Yeah. So, not so Victor, he made oh, a decision. train. Yes, <laughs> train. But he made a decision to follow through, knowing there could be repercussions. So, so should should somebody have beaten the shit out of Wayne Gretzky for banking a goal off the back of a goalie, like from behind? Did the he net? get? You are so you're so delusional if you think those Why? two things are the same. Why he's from behind the net and he's scoring from behind the net, looking making the other team look bad. What's the fucking? You difference? are so delusional. Yeah. You know your no. whole thing, your whole nonsense about within the rules mm-hmm. is so cr- nonsense. There's so all kinds of things you can do that are within the rules you can strip naked and 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 uh on your shootout towards the goalie there's nothing that says in a book a rule book that you don't right. you're not allowed to strip naked but people don't do that because it's common sense this is also common and sense. you know what no if somebody did that I, I would also hate watching them getting 
beaten up by somebody and dragged onto the bench so that the whole team can beat up on them. I would still hate that. So let's move on. If that's what happened, oh. that doesn't sound very nice. No, it's horrible. It's fucking horrible. Like if, it's if an you exaggeration watch- of real life. Yeah. You know, it's an exaggeration. It's we always a cartoon. talk about these Enjoy. shows being a caricature yeah. of, yeah. of itself, right? No, but it's not a caricature because it happens in, in the NHL. It happens. To that degree where they're dragged well, off? Well, no, that does. Maybe, like maybe, that would, they would never get that far. Maybe in like uh, in Welsh shit, senior hockey, maybe it exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Dragging to the playing. bench may have been a touchy far, but the initial beatdown mm-hmm. well and truly deserved. Here we go. Scene one out of the cold open in the Bulldogs lock, locker room after the game. Shorzy commends the gyms for bouncing back after the past few uninspired games. He awards them each a stick, but doesn't stop there. He also rewards Michaels a game stick for backstopping them to a 23 game heater and for stepping in to help the gyms with their reach for the top problem. Michaels not uh, not only gets the stick, he also gets to eat it before anyone else. Uh, the sluts are interrupted by Zeig, who summons Shorzy to Nat's office. Scene two, cut to Nat's office. She informs Shorzy that he's been summoned by the league for an in-person hearing. Nat forbids Shorzy from speaking at the hearing. Nat is so sick of seeing those broads. And then Shorzy speaks. Well, I hope Dennis is wearing something good. She's sexy. What? Hmm? Did he just say, Dennis, sexy? Fuck you, Shorzy. For what? We are looking at getting our captain suspended they for a record-breaking him. game, and all you can say is Dennis is sexy? I think all three of them are pretty sexy. Like, if we're getting it all out on the table. Who said we're getting it all out on the table? <laughs> I've wailed on it to the thought of the three of them taking turns on me. Really? If I'm wailing on it, there's no internet or anything, yeah. Talk to me about Dennis. Well, like, I've never wanted a gal to rough me up or anything, but... But what? Well, I wouldn't mind if she did. Did what? Slap you around a little bit? Put me in a headlock? A headlock? Or a leg lock? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? I don't know, just however she'd want to fucking do it. However she'd want to fucking squeeze me between her legs, whatever. I don't fucking care. We'll pick you up tomorrow. Oh my god. Shorzy and Sanger are about to leave, but Nat calls them back. She asks how Frankie's doing. Shorzy asks Nat how she uh, she would be doing if no one liked her. Nat responds, well, somebody likes him. Uh, Frankie's calendars have been so popular in the gay community that now they want to do an they want him to do an appearance. Scene three, cut to the sluts at Pepe's. Uh, Sanger's explaining what an appearance is to Hitch. It's a fancy word for showing up. They offered Frankie $1,000 for, uh, for the appearance fee, but Frankie won't come out of his room. Nat turned the appearance down, said she can make 10 times that doing it herself with the gay night at the Colson starring Frankie. Pam arrives at the table, says the gay night at the Colson should be called man on man. Uh, then she notices Hitch's t-shirt. Lynn left her t-shirt today, Hitch. Oh, you're a fan, Pam? I was more into Age of Electric. Remote Control's a good tune. You should check out their first record. I'd love to. Enya's a good track. Come on, Pam, why don't you come over and we'll play the record. It is a good record. Come on over, we'll play some tunes. Uh, production note there. The song Enya by Age of Electric that Pam says is a good track was featured in season 11 of ep- episode 2 of Letterkenny uh, called Okoya. And Limblifter is also another great Canadian band. Their song Tinfoil is a banger, but also sounds a lot like a Foo Fighters song. But check it out. It's a really good song. Uh, back to the scene. Hitch invites Pam over to play some tunes. And instead of, instead of Pam yelling at him to put his teeth in like she usually does, she says nothing and looks flustered. The other sluts take note of this. Uh, before Pam can answer, Michael's interrupts. He fucked up. He went and saw Mercedes. She looks so fucking good. I was a bit young. But... Michael's. Look, I know, Sanger. You got to squeeze her off the side of Party Island in Wasaga Beach, okay? I get it. That was then. This is now. You want to talk about now? What? I dropped my buddy off at her place on my way here. Who? Augustine. Well, you know, he'll be long dicking her. Mm. 
My buddy got a blowy on a boat tremor this summer in Honey Harbor. Nice. What did she say? She said she wanted to take it slow. It's not what she said to my buddy. <laughs> she said you better get your dink out. Your cousin's pretty cute too. <laughs> then she said she wants us to go see her brother. For what? We need to repay our debt to the Polichettes. Well, one of us better put on some fucking Old Spice. <laughs> Next scene, cut to Sanger and Michaels at another bar. Ang- Ang- Angelo Polichetti is sitting at a table alone. Mercedes sees the two sluts and goes over and sits beside Sanger. Michaels is hurt. He thought she said they could take it slow. She answers, we can, doesn't mean we will. Uh, she turns to Sanger and tells him he smells good. But now down to business. So, um, it's time for us to pay our debt? Sanguinette. Last year, the Bulldogs came to the Polichettis in need of a favor. That favor was granted. Now the Polichettis need a favor from you. A favor? That's just the word I'm using. You're going to do it. What is it that you'd like us to do? (laughs) You remember Angelo? Where's Luca? This is specifically for Angelo. Okay, well then, does that mean that we're out of it? (laughs) Angelo heard that Frankie's doing an appearance at the Man Advantage. The Man Advantage? Yeah, Nat's gay night at the Coulson. That's what they're calling it? Yeah, I would have gone with hard on pucks, but... Alas, a man advantage. Angelo wants to go with you guys. Oh, I don't think we're all planning on going. No, you're going. I don't think Frankie will even go. Oh, Frankie's for sure going. Why does he want to go to the gay night at the Colson? Why do you think? It takes Sanger, Sanger a bit of time to understand why Angelo wants to go. He finally gets it. Mercedes tells him a limo will be outside to pick them up. Michaels asks Mercedes if she wants to get go uh, get together later for a glass of wine. Mercedes tells him Sanguinette's bringing Augustine over. She offers Sanger that he can join them as well. Sanger has a date with Meeg. Undeterred, Mercedes offers Meeg can join them as well. Poor Michaels just sits there dumbfounded. Uh, next scene, at the slut's apartment, Frankie is locked in his room. Hitch is trying to get him to come out. He won't. Uh, Shorzy hears Brit and Mel- Melody from... Uh, Dolo's room, uh, he isn't too happy about it. You're supposed to be weaning yourself off it. Off what? Ass. Because we're one win away from a league record. Settle down. You gotta fight it a bit, boys. Let's get fighting it a bit in here now. Britt walks by and into the kitchen, half dressed, d- distracting the sluts uh, from where, uh, whatever they were talking about. Then Shorzy brings it back, uh, brings it back on track for a brief moment. Let's start exercising a bit of discipline in here. Let's exercise a bit of discipline in here now. But when Melody comes out uh, as well, derailing, uh, she derails Shorzy again. She asks Dolo what they were talking about. He says nothing. Melody says, okay, takes Big Sexy, who at this point has been perched on Shorzy's head the entire time, and then joins Brit in the the kitchen with Big Sexy. Uh, Back to the Frankie problem. Shorzy suggests they bake a cake or try to lure him out the smell uh, or do up some taco meat, even beep the microwave a few times. That might even do it. Uh, Shorzy leaves the apartment without telling the sluts where he's going. Uh, production note here it's all but confirmed big sexy only reacts when frankie's name is mentioned in this scene it happens again every time they say frankie's name big sexy says tit fucker so uh i think it was casey uh, who who brought it up and and so far it it lines up next scene cut to shorzy with nat in her car along with meeg and zeke they're getting ready to appear in front of the league uh nat notices a limo parked behind them shorzy goes to investigate he gets out of the car walks back to the limo Mercedes greets him and orders him to get in. Shorzy complies. In the limo are Mercedes and Angelo Policetti. My brother and I will be here at 8 o'clock to pick up Frankie for the man advantage. Is it the man advantage? Yeah. Huh? I would have gone with Tippin, but alas, the man advantage. Frankie's feeling a little blue. I don't think he's going to make it to the man advantage. Oh, no. Yeah. So. Shorty? Shorzy. 
That's what happens if Frankie's not sitting exactly where you are tonight. Get the fuck out of here. As Rosie leaves without another word, the camera moves further into the limo to reveal what Mercedes was referring to referring to in her threat. Uh, sitting very still beside Angelo is someone with a bloodied hood over their head. It's unclear whether that someone is alive or dead. So production note here. Um, that take was a minute and 15 uncut from when Shorzy and Megan Zeig and Nat are in the car. So and I know if I knew Matt would have this written down because he would have caught it. So from the minute from when he was in the car with Nat, Megan Zeig to when he walks back to the limo and, and, uh, and then leaves minute and a half uh, in 15 minutes, sorry, minute and 15 seconds, no cut. Brilliant. How do you know? One c- c- continuous watch, shot. Just watch it. Just watch it. How do you know? Did you watch this episode? <laughs> you can cut <laughs> no. things together and make no. it look Christ, like one. Tanya. So come on now. Quick little ane- anecdote. While we were in Sudbury at the arena uh, uh, during our lunch break, uh, while we were there as extras, uh, I noticed Billy was outside having a smoke. So I went out and I chatted with him, Billy Buttry, the the, the director of photography. And so that's how you know. No, I knew because I, I was watching, <laughs> but he mentioned to me that he was very excited for us to see this one shot that they did and, and how they had to, how long it took them to plan it and set it up and, and, and how cool it was going to be, uh, that involved, you know, coming out of one car and into another and so on and so forth. So when I saw the scene, yes, I, I knew to kind of pay attention, but it's there. I mean, Matt didn't know, didn't, wasn't there when I was chatting with Billy and he knows. I caught it right away. I yeah. rewatched it like two or three times just to enjoy the amazingness of that shot. It was so cool. I mean, sitcoms don't often do shit like this, right? Like the, so the fact that they take the time to set something like a shot like that Mm -hmm. and think about it, if anyone messes up in that minute and 15 seconds, they basically have to reset everything and start all over. Basically they do have to reset. Like it's exactly. Yeah. Cause it's uncut. You can't really mess it up and it's, it's raining. Like, so there's a lot of stuff at stake there. So the fact that, um, yeah, I thought Great it was job, really, Billy. Yeah, Billy thumbs up. That was awesome. I just wanted to bring it up because he was so excited for us to, to, to when we finally saw it to, to comment on it. All right. Uh, next scene at the no show league hearing Shorzy, nag me and Zeke, uh, stand across from Dennis, Aki and Nina. And they're disappointed that Shorzy isn't taller. Uh, they then pivot to commenting on the women. You're actually presentable for once. Who? Not you. Miguan? Hi, Aki. You're about the cutest thing I ever did see. She is the cutest thing I ever did see. What do you think, Nina? Wally pops and rainbows. Siguan? Aki. You smell like a urinal puck. <laughs> Shorzy. <laughs> smile a little for me, hon. I thought he'd be younger, too. What do you think, Nina? He's a six. We enjoyed the calendars. Are they selling? Five figures. That will help your bid for the National Senior Tournament. We are very close to our goal. Shorzy, you cross-checked McPherson in the face slut. He was hot-dogging. And by hot-dogging, you mean? Showboating. Big-timing. Dipsy-doodling. The game is changing, Nat. There are new elements to it. And? And those are three of them. That was a lot of blood. Did he lose any teeth? It was from his nose. Broken? No, his visor cut him. So, no broken bones. He still has all his teeth. What's the problem? That was a lot of blood. Why can't you play more like the French guy? What's his name? Cut to the slut's apartment. Uh, they're still trying to entice Frankie out of his room. Hitch is getting all worked up. Britt says he needs to get himself a girlfriend. Hitch wants to. Britt asks Brit, Brit ask Hitch what happened to Bethany Don, his previous girlfriend. She didn't remember his name. Hitch is looking for something a little deeper. He just wants a girl to come by, play some tunes. 
cut back to the hearing. Zieg makes her point. That's pussy shit. If you want a showboat and hot dog, you answer the bell. Don't get twatty with us. We'll get twatty right back. What do you think, Nina? Harry Twatter in the Chamber of Secrets. You get big crowds. And a lot of kids now, I see. They don't want to see that, and neither do we. Shorzy, your YouTube chirps have brought attention to the league. Good and bad. All publicity is good publicity. We agree. So we're going to go easy on you. You're suspended for the remainder of the regular season. For what? Jersey. So just one game. I hope it's not a big one or anything, is it? You'll be back for playoffs. Ladies. Shorzy, the game has changed. This didn't happen by accident. There has been a concerted effort from the ground up for years to make hockey less dangerous. It's about speed now, finesse. That's what the fans want. You need to understand this and adjust to it because what you're doing is not good for the game. Good luck in playoffs. They just stand there in disbelief. Nat stares at the league officials. They can tell she's about to say something. They remind her that the session's being recorded. Uh, but Nat finally speaks. You don't decide what's good for the game. Pardon? We just suspended your captain. Quite literally, we decide what's good for the game. You can take the dog out of the fight, but you can't take the fight out of the dog. You don't decide what's good for the game. The fans don't decide what's good for the game. The players who are out there on the ice sweating and bleeding decide what's good for the game. What do you think, Nina? Audacious. Hockey players have always governed themselves. That's what sets this game apart. It's a game played with honor and respect. Because if you want to play dishonorably or disrespectfully, you'll get your fucking teeth knocked out. This is senior whale shit hockey. No one comes for the speed and finesse. They come to see us kill each other. So, you can try and change the game with your concentrated effort from the ground up. Concerted. But they're among the last to play this game the way it was meant to be played. And you can't change them. Dennis is the first to break. She agrees with Nat. Aki is there for it too. Uh, this one, this is the one league where players still play the game like her dad did. Nina chimes in. Her dad, granddad, and six big brothers. Nat adds, if this, the fans want a game with speed and physicality, they can watch the World Juniors. Shorzy calls the tournament fucking basketball. They're bre- you can join them. They're breeding divers. Nat puts a period on the discussion. This is the no-show. Take the teeth out of the game. Take away our right to govern ourselves. You'll have no show, all right? Uh, where am I? Uh, oh, the league officials look at each other, then announce that they've changed their ruling. And with the bang of a gavel, they wish the Bulldogs good luck on, in Sioux, Michigan. This sends Shorzy into tears. They, can't, they can make history, something really shiny. They don't want to lose to the Yanks. Shorzy turns around and cries into Nat's shoulder. Next scene, cut to Shorzy knocking on Laura Moore's front door. Suspended? No. Well, no broken bones. They still got all his teeth. Then what's the problem? I've come to tell you your window's closing. Oh, finally seduce Stannis? I wouldn't even know what to do with her. That is a woman. I'd make a fucking fool of myself. So who's stealing you? I'll be attending gay night at the Colson tonight. You're going? And I'm told, if I'd like to, I could fuck some dudes up the ass. Ever done that before? No. I think your window's closing. Listen, I'm told there's a pretty good time to be had at these things if I'm up for it. But maybe if you come down, I'll keep my wits about me. Maybe? I'll already started drinking, so it's a soft maybe. Maybe. Next scene, a musical montage set to the song I Got You by Duke Dumont. A woman gets out of an SUV. We can't see who it is until she gets closer and removes her hoodie. It's Laurence Laurence LeBeouf. Cut to the sluts coming out of their apartment. Sauce Frankie. 
while Mercedes and Angela wait outside at the limo. Mercedes asks them where the fuck Frankie is. They don't know. He might be back in Quebec. He's not in his room anymore. Mercedes doesn't look happy. Even Angelo's mouth is closed. Uh, but then they hear someone say, hey. They turn to see Frankie and Laurence walking toward them. Hitch asks them where they've been. Laurence responds, saying they can't come to Sudbury and not get a pitter patty panini. Mercedes is Im- impressed to meet the famous Laurence LeBeouf. Laurence hears there's a party tonight. Mercedes suggests maybe an after party as well. Uh, they all pile into the limo, but not before Shorzy has his say. She came all the way back for JJ Fun Dip JJ. If he could understand what you were saying, he would kick your ass. But he can't. There's a good man in there, you know? He just needed to be humbled. Everybody deserves a second chance. The Quebecois stand by their own. Angelo stares at Frankie and his mouth returns to its open state. Uh, the musical montage continues at the Colson as Frankie and Laurence make their entrance surrounded by gay men uh, with their JJ Frankie JJ calendars looking for autographs. Dancing ensues. Everyone's having a great time. Shorzy's tearing it up on the dance floor. Laura Moore sits at the bar watching him dance like a lunatic. He sees her and flashes a big dumb grin while continuing to dance. Cut to Hitch standing at the bar alone watching the dancing. In walks Pam. They see each other. Pam walks over to Hitch. Lord Jesus. Who Nick? Ted Hitchcock. Uh, she knows me name. What? Pam. Would you like to dance? I don't really like this music. Okay. But we could go home. Play some tunes. This makes Hitch very happy. Cut back to yes, the party. Hitch. Everybody is still having a great time. Mercedes is even dancing with Mike in Michael's vicinity. That is until Meeg comes along and then Mercedes begins dancing with her. A bear even goes up to Angelo and starts uh, pushing up on him. Cut to outside the Colson. Shorzy and Laura Moore are sitting on the steps. Laura is smoking in joint. Uh, this is a longer clip. I apologize in advance, but I wouldn't dare cut any of it. You're surprisingly lucid for this point in the evening. Do you want to mess it all up? Why do you still do it? There's a cab. I want it right now. I'm talking to you. Let's get some fucking Indian cuisine. So why do you still do it? Do what? Huh? You get a decade on most of these guys. Bob, no spring chicken. But you're the first to the rink, the last to leave. You're the hardest worker out there. You gotta set the tone. You work even harder off the ice. The calendar, all the promos. Jory fucking Jordan. Now you're sitting outside a gay bar, essentially the last one to leave your team fundraiser. I think Hitch looked a lot gayer than Frankie. All this for senior whale shit hockey? Used to be senior whale shit hockey. Now it's something different. So why do you do it? It's the only place I can be me. What do you mean by that? I mean it's the last place in the world I can be me. (laughs) You basically just repeated yourself. I'll tell you a story. So I'm at the bar one night, the guy pushes up on my girl, so... I lose my mind. You tried to fight him? I tried to sucker him, hurt him before he could hurt me, but either way, as a hockey player, I thought I was doing the right thing. By punching someone when they weren't looking? In hockey, if someone disrespects you or your teammates, you can flatten them. One way or another, you get them. And when you do, everybody loves it. Coaches, teammates, fans are all cheering. Everybody's all for it. At the bar that night, no one was cheering. The guy thought I was an idiot, and the girl thought I was a loser. 
that's the real world. So, even though I'm at the age where half my hair is on the fucking shower floor, I'm gonna keep going to the right. That's where I can be me. Yeah? Hell yeah, fuck yeah. The cab pulls up to, to them and Laura gets up to go to the cab. She turns and offers to share the cab with Shorzy. He says he can walk home from there. She clarifies that the cab would be going to her place. Shorzy stands there looking at her and, and her back at him. And then we fade to black. All right. That is the episode. Let's start with uh, general uh, feelings and thoughts. Matt. I feel like this is going to be an interesting discussion as we get deeper in. I can feel the intensity already, but I'll lead with, I really liked this episode. Um, There's a lot going on and uh, I know we'll all have our own thing. So out of the gate, I mean, love the Hitch and Pam stuff. Um, I think that's really great to see. Um, I'll talk more on that tracking shot. Yeah, absolutely. That I've already said a couple of times this season, I've noticed a a much different tone and look and feel to a lot of what they're doing in this season versus season, even season one, right? Um, taking more risks, trying new things, scenes that are feeling more complete, even with the style. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm not trying to say it in a negative way, but there's there's a definitely a different look and feel. And I'm really for it. Um, and that a shot like that and that risk, it paid off. It was such it was so beautiful to watch. Um, you know me, I love myself a long shot. Um, but even beyond that, the, the transitions between scenes, I felt this episode just flowed really, really well. Um, and, and I, and I, I forgot to grab the actual dialogue, but there was a, there was multiple scenes when they cut through where one word ended yeah. and then immediately led into the cut of an entirely different scene mm-hmm. and worked seamlessly. So it just, it was, it was so smooth. And, and so it was cut really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the music on top of all that just created such a, an amazing episode in, in my eyes. Um, so I really, I thought from a production standpoint, this one was close to perfection on how they did it end to end. I really, really, really appreciated um, everything going on here. A um, couple of small things. The um, Angelo, the Policetti, mm-hmm. he's moving now. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? And I don't know if that means we're leading up to some, potentially some dialogue in either next episode well, or season so. three. <laughs> Uh, what's that? Can you imagine what would they say? Right, like? but like he, he, as soon as he moved, it freaked me out, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, well, why? I didn't, I didn't think he could move. Yeah. So you see him breathing, and then all three times you saw him, there was more movement yeah. across the episode. So I'm like, this is bizarre. I, I was more shocked that he had that his, his mouth closed. Yeah, I thought his jaw was like fixed in the open yeah. position. I didn't think it closed. Yeah. So yeah, so I, was... I feel like it's like this. Ed, you know what it reminded me of, and this is why I'm like, maybe he's going to get dialogue in next season or something. Is um, you know, we talked about Shorzy in Letterkenny and like mm-hmm. the last season, how even the tone, the tone, the high pitched screech that he gave off started to tone down, like almost preparing us for the change. So it wasn't a shock to the system. I don't know. I could be way off, but the, the Angelo thing in this episode, I just that that caught eye of that. Um, the other one, I'm going to let you guys hack this out even more, <laughs> but um really? The, the hockey culture stuff is obviously huge in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, watching it, I got the whole vibe that this is like, it, it, it almost feels like a spinoff show series of like Goon, right? Like in the same world that Goon existed where they're battling this line between what was hockey culture versus what it should be and 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 really teetering um, between what 
what is right and what is wrong. And there was a good shot at like, you know, if you want something with style finesse, um, you know, go watch the world juniors, right? Mm -hmm. Though this is, this is the no show. We're a small league. This is what you get. This is what people love is what they expect. So I'm not saying I agree with one or the other, but that's a lot what's going on here. And this one, they're really battling with that existence of what is okay in their league. Um, and I thought they did well. Again, that opening scene, I thought it was fun, but you hated it. And I get why you hated it, mm-hmm. right? It's it's brutal. Um, but it, that whole the tone. The scene is great. Like, I just hated what it re- represented. That's all. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally get it. And that, yeah. I mean, this is like hockey is one of those things that's always had that yeah. that sort of dark side in the culture to it. And I, and I think this is their, they're, they're trying to approach it in, you know, the character characteristic way, but also have some fun with it. And um they're making comments on both sides of the argument, even throughout the episode for that conversation uh, with with Dennis and the league and, and all that. They're playing both sides and, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what's right for their league and yeah. for their people. So I don't know if they made the right decision, but there's a, there was both sides of the argument very represented in this episode. Um, and I think they were trying to put that in a line. So I, I don't know what to make of all that, but I thought it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um I'll I'll leave it. I know I've got more, but I'll, uh, there's a lot to talk about, so I'll let, I'll, I'll move from there for now. Okay, Victor. Yeah, I mean, I think I echo everything Matt said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll definitely, um, you know, probably predict that Dennis is going to be your MVP on this one, just because you guys seem to be aligned on some of your crazy thoughts. But um, uh, it, it was it was really like you know one of my be- one of my best favorite scenes in the whole episode was definitely the you know the one that you paid homage to and you you know at the end you, you gave a gave us a nice long clip and that's the Laura Moore yeah you know you get you really get yeah. you you really get to kind of I think this episode or this scene more than anything else we've seen in, in the universe we get we get to see behind the curtains of Shorzy right mm-hmm. so you know who he is why he is and and stuff like that it's a very you know it's in a grand scheme of things it's a short scene but but it it's very very telling and it it, it you know helps us understand him and and why he is the way that he is so uh i thought and and i love the fact that they like matt said you know pam and hitch and that storyline again to show the humanity that it's not they're not just caricatures but they have feelings and they're you know they're they're not just uh it's not just about you know half naked women walking around all the time so i i love that extra depth there so for me that was good um the hockey stuff was i i felt that scene with with you know with the with the league uh with with dennis and and her patsies um uh, I, 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 it almost kind of felt a little long, but because they were, they edited the show, they, they edited so well and kept going back and forth. It made it a little more, a little, I guess a little more digestible, but the hearing, it, right. It, it was that the hearing you mean uh, with the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hearing. It was a little I felt long. Like it, yeah, it was a little long. It, it, it went on like, uh, mm-hmm. what, what's her, she kept asking, um, yeah. uh, Melissa, uh, Cindy, Mindy, uh, there was, uh, Nina, Nina uh, nailed, nailed it, but Dennis and, and Aki, Aki, Aki. Aki. No, not Aki. She kept saying, uh, Oh, what do you think? Uh, what Nina. do you, Nina, she, Nina. Yeah, Nina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she, 
<laughs> so I guess it it, <laughs> it, it, it reminded me of the whole uh, boom tower. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they were yeah. going around in, in, in order. Yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah. That, that kind of circle thing. <laughs> uh, this episode, again, much like last time, it 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 was really long. Like it felt like there was a lot going on. I there felt was. like there's yeah. multiple storylines and and all that kind of stuff. And and it, none of it was filler. Like it was all important. And you know, I I loved. I loved Angelo. I thought that was perfect. And even that one scene where his mouth was closed, he almost like seemed suave. Like he's, uh, you know, like a ladies man, even though he's not a ladies man, he's a, a manly man, but um, he just, he, he, everything about this episode was really, really good. I, like I said, the, if it, the only flaw for me is that I, the, the hearing felt went a little long, but uh, overall it, everything was spot on. It was shot well, edited well, the music selection um, and, and meaningful, meaningful scenes where you get to learn about the characters. Okay. Um, you're right. This is a meaty episode, like so many different storylines going on here. So I'm going to tackle them each one. Hitch, the Hitch story. I'm loving that. <laughs> loving that him and Pam are, are seem to be uh, getting together. Um, it's kind of strange, like a bit of a boat face for Pam because, like in the first season, she's just like nasty to him, like telling, yelling at him to put his tooth in and have some self respect. And suddenly, like, what changed? You know, what? What is it? Just because of the band T-shirts, and then they had something to talk about. Uh, it, time and charm, maybe. Yeah, but uh, and maybe he broke her down a bit. But uh, love, I'm loving that for Hitch, the JJ Frankie JJ, loving that storyline too. And uh, so happy, I was so happy to see uh, Laurence Leboeuf come back uh, when we were kind of you know leading up to season two. <laughs> there's the train. Um, I was a little concerned she wasn't in this series because I think in the Bell press release, they don't mention her at all. Um, and so I was like, oh, no, maybe she wasn't available. But no, she she came in. So I uh, was happy to see that. The Policetti storyline. Am I the only one who thought that they went extra hard having like the guy in the in the limo? <laughs> like, is I'm he- trying not to talk about it because, <laughs> you know, you just you know snitches get stitches man sure but i mean <laughs> like was he dead or was he just like beaten up he wasn't or? dead he was dead he was sitting up pretty he sure was he was dead he wasn't moving yeah, that's a he had a, hood he had a bag over his head and blood in the face how that's- do you if if he wasn't dead how did he not make the bag go in and out with the breathing <laughs> he was eh? a little bit comatose comatose <laughs> anyway really I, f- I found it was like the, like wow that got dark real fast real and fast. again for for a comedy uh it they take some some uh d- interesting risks but i still lo- like love the whole thing he wanted to go to the gay night and the um lore was, okay don't get me wrong i enjoyed the episode i get it and what I what I like about this is Shorzy is coming to terms with is with getting old, and he's and he's seeing that things are changing, and he can't stop it. Uh, you know, evolution's going to happen, progress is going to happen, all that Neanderthal activity that, that that's happening now is going to eventually be gone, and and he's feeling that and he's he's lamenting that so he's coming to terms with his own mortality that's what that last scene with laura moore was i loved it i love that last scene my only thing is when 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 uh, nat's doing her whole speech in front of the league uh and saying how honorable hockey players are i don't see any honor in grabbing a single player and beating oh up, my like, god mm-hmm. let her go no victor oh. That is not justice. This is the part I was waiting for. And when the ref went to go stop it, Dolo stopped the ref. 
So I'm sorry, but that was that's it's a no stupid. show. The refs Doesn't don't matter. Play. It's the refs. It's like okay, it's like so. the refs and the no show are like in a WWE. They're just there for show. <laughs> okay. So they I have didn't like to police it. themselves. I didn't like it, and I think it's bullshit and bush league, and and that's why it's the no show and not the pro. So everything else about it, though, Shorzy's growing up and 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 realizing that what what used to be okay in, in the context of hockey is not okay. You know, outside of sport, thank God, you know, can you imagine, you know, especially, you know, in the States where you some States you can carry a gun and some, you perceive some, Oh, somebody just embarrassed me. What, what you know, like what the fuck, right? Like, no, yeah. So I'm sorry, but you can't just fucking do whatever the fuck you want because your, your feelings got hurt. And, uh, and the same thing in sport. I'm just because you're in, in an arena doesn't mean you're, you're, uh, you can be, you know, uh, whatever. You can't be held accountable. So, Anyway, those are my kind of uh, initial thoughts. Ten. Hi. Um, Thank God. Okay, so um, I'm just I will just like Does move. Everyone, into- pay attention. This is where Tanya's going to make it up because she never actually watched the episode. I, I no, I do remember some of this now. Um, okay, so um, you know what you haven't talked about is Mercedes. Mercedes was a big part of this episode, and um, how she interacted with Michaels and um, Seguinette and um, and Angelo. Um, like she was a key person in this whole dialogue and going back and forth and having that whole conversation. Um, um, her saying um, to to Michael's the shh and, and like stopping him the minute he was trying to say something, and um, she was the the whole at last. Uh, it she just kept on saying it over and over again throughout the whole entire episode, um, and repaying their debt. Um, I th- I thought she did a really great job, and I thought um, I, I I feel like Mercedes is actually the ringleader of that whole thing, um, and that her brothers are the seconds. They're they're the second, and she's the ringleader. Oh yeah, she's the brains behind the whole thing. Because she's the one that talks. Like they, no one talk, Like her brothers are either, um, you know, stupid and sitting there with their mouths open and not doing anything, and she's just making them appear to be the bad ones. But she, I think she's the one that organizes the whole thing. I think it's her. Anyways. Um, even to the point where she's saying to Shorzy, you know, the dead guy is where you'll be if you don't make this happen. Um, and totally, absolutely, that guy was dead. Um, and that is a dark place that they took that show. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. uh, that was dark. Um, uh, you know, uh, Zig in the, the dressing room, the Shorzy, um, um, great one-liners that were said there. Um, the game stick going to Michaels and everybody has to wait and Michaels gets to eat first. Um, I thought was great. Um, I love Shorzy's line about, um, um, JJ, um, you know, put the microwave on and maybe have it ding a few times. Maybe that will wake, like get him out of his slump. Um, and then, yes, I did notice a uh, big sexy only says tit fucker when um, JJ's name was said. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and big sexy being on Shorzy's head. That's new. We've not really seen him in 
in the the shot or in the scene and like to the point where yeah matt is doing with his hand it's like covering his face to the point where the 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 tail feathers are like covering the side of his face i was like oh my god that bird better not shit on his face and and so i caught that because this is this is um how detailed i go with this some this kind of stuff is the continuity there so i'm watching i was just staring at Big Sexy, Big Sexy's tail across his face, and then they cut away, and Big Sexy was to the side. I'm like, oh, you know, it's just it's it's a minor things, you know. But I saw, <laughs> it. I saw, it. I saw yeah. the continuity. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot going on in the episode, though. Really, like the the girls coming into the rooms, Shorzy saying, you know, keep in your pants, and then them doing yoga. Like one of them was doing yoga and sitting on the couch. Like there was like a lot of scenes going on. Um, and then the whole thing with the hearing and uh, Shorzy and Nat and um, Miguan, oh my God, she is the cutest thing ever. Um, and, and the league officials uh, just loving on her. Um, Nat did a great job standing up for uh, the captain. Uh, she She's a great speaker and was, uh, you know, not taking it from the league uh, officials and um, you know, Shorzy crying on Nat's shoulder after, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. That's what they, they do. And that's how they, um, stand up for each other. Um, Lorenzo Buff, uh, and Frankie being there, um, Pam finally getting hitched again. You guys have said all of these things already, mm-hmm. but it's, it is, it's a full, um, it's a full episode. Um, the one thing I, that- I like how you said, Pam finally getting hitched. Yes. Yes. Pam. Phrase in that order made me laugh. Yes. Um, I, so the, the, and, and thank you for, for keeping the whole ending because you couldn't cut that anywhere. No, it was a great, great uh, scene at the end. The, like the, the deep dive into Shorzy and who he is and that whole like backstory. Um, I got to say, and I, and I might not be, um, (laughs) no one might, might not be a fan of what I say next. I, I don't like, I appreciate that Shorzy was open and honest with his feelings, but I would not be Laura Moore going, Oh yeah, you're coming home with me. (laughs) Like, why would you pick someone that is like, yeah, I'm just going to, if somebody does me, you know, looks at us sideways, I'm just going to knock them out and I should be allowed to, whether I'm on the ice or whether I'm in a bar or whether I'm down the street at the convenience store. Like I, there's just like, no control yourself. Like no one's allowed to just drop their gloves at any time and hit somebody just because they upset them. And I just, I thought, wow, that is what won her over. Like I, I kind of. It didn't win her over. She was already won over. She was more his, his his honesty. His honesty. honesty. I know, but it's like, I would be like, oh, you know, thanks for sharing, buddy. Um, You know, (laughs) maybe get some anger management. Like I would not be like. But but, but Tanya, like, like he's got anger management issues and he found a way how he can manage it by playing hockey. It's just like an alcoholic. But he wants Uh, to be able to 
have to so he's saying that he well lives, he's saying that's why he just keeps on playing the game then because that's right. where he can be that way but and, he uh, can be himself yeah. but his he, he's saying being himself is to be able to drop gloves at any time yeah. of his life now, hold on i want to let dennis get in on here i know he yeah. wanted to jump okay. in on that one no i just say it's the most honest he's been because everything previously has been oh i'm gonna do this for you i'm gonna do that for you yeah but he's not actually saying anything about himself at that point. And now he's saying, right, in the past, I thought I'd do this. I can't. That's not how the real world operates. Mm-hmm. But I can go on the hockey thing. It's direct problem solving in sports is so therapeutic. Yeah. I get it. I can see that. And yeah. that's essentially yeah. what Shorzy is saying. The reason I keep playing is because that's where I can do that and, and nowhere else, right? Um, no. did, do you have anything else there? No. <laughs> no. Okay, Dennis. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's up? Right, well, well, you guys have covered us so much, but, mm. but a few things. The music in this episode is phenomenal. Mm. So you've got Trogs, a girl like you, yeah. Duke Dumont, I got you, and Marnie Stern, Transformer. All three are songs about relationships. I mean, the music might not necessarily be, I mean, I got you playing during a fight. Yeah, that's not not appropriate, but for mm-hmm. the Shawzy and Laura Moore arc, yeah. it's absolutely spot on. Mm-hmm. I tried to find out what, because in when the sluts are in the apartment, there I think it's a Dolo track playing in the background, but it's so low I can't I can't make it out. But I'm pretty sure it's a Dolo track because it's I think half English, half French. Yeah, but those three they're just mm-hmm. probably absolutely spot on for this. Um, there's little things. Uh, if in scene one, if you look at uh, this door, the stall door for where Shawzy pukes and throws up every match, there's a tally mark. Using duct tape, right? They're keeping they're keeping track of the season on there. Okay, there's a nice little thing there. Oh, and you mean uh, the, the hockey season? The hockey season, yeah. right? So, okay. Um, at that point, there's 23 tally marks. Right. Oh, that's basically. cool. I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. And Michael's is a damn fool. <laughs> damn fool. Yeah, he's a damn fool. Um, <laughs> at the same time, I I, I don't blame him because Mercedes is a smoke show. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no, oh, no, but his rant about yeah. someone to share it with, and then yeah. we're, no, he's no, a, I'm with you, Dan. No, he's I a know. damn he's, fool. Yeah. Unless he's got a humiliation kink, there's mm-hmm. no reason to put up with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she and she just disrespects the shit out of him when when she's in, at the bar with uh, with um, the Sanger. There, it's it's so it's yeah. so. Hey, some some men pay good money kink. to be yeah. treated that way. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, and my last point: when it comes to Dallas, Shawzy doesn't want to get laid; he wants to get suffocated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but hopefully not like the guy in the limo. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you for that. Let's move on to ratings. <laughs> That's good. That good, Matt. So one quick comment. I, yeah. I, so yeah, I'll get in my rating, but the dancing scene. Oh yeah, oh, great scene, great scene. We haven't yeah. done that. Made that made me feel so good, and I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. Yes. I feel like Ten and Al might be the only ones that can confirm or not this. I feel like in my dancing style is closest to Shorzy. Yes, yeah, I, I can right? confirm. I, I'm a little, I'm a little <laughs> over the top. I kind of do my own thing. It doesn't look right, but it feels <laughs> right inside. So I go with it. So I was really feeling the vibes he was laying down in that. Oh, those looks um, were so damn cute. Oh my god, oh, man, it's so good. All right, now my rating. Um, it is arguably one of the easiest freshes I've ever given. 
I, and I know this is my opinion and I know there'll be some differences on this panel. I can already know what's coming, but I think end to end, this might be one of the best episodes the universe has released. I thought it was brilliant. I thought I I talked about the production value. I thought um, the way they, they cut it together, the way they shot it, the music telling the story through it all was so well done the storylines themselves i think i know i had some qualms about last week's episode um and because there was a lot jammed in you know they got six episodes that jammed so much in um last week felt a little overwhelming to me and i didn't get that one bit so that's why it Mm. ended up in a clearance this one i felt the scene strung together so seamlessly um when i got even to the end with everything going on, I've never felt so good about watching an episode in a long time. Like it, it, I had the fuzzies. I, it just, there was just so much going on. Um, and then like ending with that Laura, that Laura Moore and Shorzy moment, um, was fantastic. I just thought it was a seamless episode. I, I literally, I, I had troubles finding anything I didn't like. And I, the only minor thing, and I'm like, I feel like this is a tell was the, the thing I already talked about mm-hmm. in Angelo moving. Because I'm like, why is he moving? He shouldn't be moving. The Policetti's don't fucking move, but he did. Um, but no, I, 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 I genuinely thought this was. It, it, I'm going to say, if there's an, an episode of this season that I that we've talked about so far that is award worthy, award worthy, it's this one. Okay. In my in my in my opinion. All right. So, so it's an easy fresh. Victor. Yeah, it's an easy fresh. Um. Uh, you know, I think we pretty much said it all. Uh, um, yeah, it's an easy fresh. Let's move on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so let's see here. Chorzy is the dirtiest player in the league, right? I mean, we start off with that first scene of first season. He is the Brad Marchand of the no show. He's the dirtiest player. Like uh, Awesome said in the th- in the live stream, he doesn't fight. He takes cheap shots. So he's not supposed to be a likable player. He's a likable guy because he's very super charming, but he's not a likable player. Um, I think this would have been a much more interesting story had they upheld his suspension. So the fact that they 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 went back on that in that hearing was a bit of a disappointment there. Like it would have been more interesting to see, well, if he was suspended for that last game that they can't lose like if, cause that's the game they yeah. want to win to. Yeah, yeah. Right. That would, so how, like what kind of role would he play then? Right. I think that would have been more interesting, interesting story, but I get it. This is a comedy. You don't want to have, you don't want to not have Shorzy on the ice during that very important game. Uh, I'm uh, Matt. I'm with you. The episode looked beautiful. The music Dennis, I agree was sublime was amazing. But I had I have very easy time finding fault with this episode, that cold open and that hearing. Yeah. So um, I can't give it a and fresh. What else are there aside from the, the, the hearing, open, which was the hearing was a little long and oh, I didn't that yeah. didn't bother me at all. Yeah, uh, a little long and repetitive, but whatever. Like just so anyway, I'm I'm going to give this one a clearance. Tanya saw that coming. Wow. Um, and and it would it might have been sorry it might have been a compost if it wasn't for that last scene with Laura Moore because that explains it that explains well, Shores and, and, and Al I love you but I, I I've seen you do this before when mm-hmm. here's a scene and 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 I get it that I think you're hanging a lot of this on that cold open you you you, you take real and that's okay yeah. you take real 
issue with that type of behavior in this show. I'm pretty you, sure Victor's done that many times with Letterkenny episodes. That's true. So. I, know, I know it's fair, but and you've made them pay for <laughs> yeah, it before exactly. in your ratings, yeah. and, and that's why I kind of knew it was coming as soon as you opened that up. That first on your scene was, was, I mean, there's a few things, and, and yeah, I just don't agree with the philosophy, yeah. so there's that. That's totally fine. Sorry, Ann. Go. It's okay. <laughs> uh, go hockey. I don't know what the hell happened with the hockey. I can't really say anything to it because that's not my thing. I don't know. Go sports. Uh, um, go sports. All I do know is that when you strip down this whole episode, um, it's really people standing up for someone else. You know, uh, Laurence LeBeouf was standing up for Frankie, Pam standing up for Hitch, um, people supporting um um, other people in the in the episode for one another. You know, Mercedes was standing up for her brother, um, making sure that he got what he wanted. Um, and and the same goes for Laura, Laura Moore standing up for, for Shorzy. You know, not standing up for her team, which was the captain, which was Shorzy. Um, you know, everybody was um, really supporting team members and, and, and each other in the show. So, um, it, it's going to be a fresh. Okay. And the team supporting Michaels. And that's what that was all about. Yeah. The team was supporting Michaels. They didn't want Michaels to be embarrassed because any goalie that gets scored on like that is embarrassed and they were supporting him. He wasn't scored on Victor. Uh, go ahead, Dennis. That, that's what made it even worse. And, and Dennis said it because he douchebagged it twice. He wasn't scored the first on. time. The first Dennis. time didn't score. He did it again. Mm. He deserved everything he got. Dennis, go. Uh, uh, a couple of things I forgot to mention earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going back a bit. Um, I, I am of the opinion that Lawrence LeBeouf is Shawzy's to be fair. Because whenever she rocks up, her name gets repeated several times by several different characters. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. To be fair. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd also like to take a moment for Nat's shiny trousers. Right. We, we haven't talked about the shiny well done. skin well tight done. trousers. Yeah. That might just become oh, Victor's it. MVP. That woman <laughs> is amazing. Amazing woman. Uh but for me, well Oh you're uh, getting a hippo there. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's my first episode. i so I feel very protective of this episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for me it's a fresh as some of you still play sports. I'm well, I am the same age as Domain Queso, so mm-hmm. It speaks to me. The whole still going out there playing with pe- people. I am twice the age of some of the players on my team. Mm-hmm. Annoying little shits that they are. <laughs> and I'm still keeping up with them somehow. But it's just so good to be out there, even as somebody's rapidly approaching 40. So, yeah, it, it speaks to me on a personal level. But yeah, this is just so fresh. Awesome. Can I ask you, Dennis? Um, yeah. so you're a, a, a sportsy guy. You, you like rugby, which is probably one of the mo- more vicious sports out there. You guys are pretty rough with each other, right? Yeah. Um, so what, what is, um, what do I want to ask you? I want to ask you like being so rough on the field, do you feel the desire or maybe the need to be uh, or or to knock somebody out when they piss you off off the field? No. But I understand it. 
because it's like it's like your brain almost splits, right? It's like when you're on the field, it's like one part of you that can can go and you're like just adrenaline and and you're you're in it to win it. So are you saying like can they or do do they or can they the lines blur between the between the game and off the field? What happens on the pitch stays on the pitch. You mm-hmm. you cross that line, a you flick a switch. You're an animal for the team. Yeah. Once you once you, uh, after that shake hands and you go and have a beer with the guy you've just spent eighty minutes trying to run over the top of. Men are fascinating. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, it's it's men so, are dumb. Men are fascinating. Hey hey, MMA. There's women in MMA. There's women in boxing. You mm-hmm. know. Like it's because I, I mean those love, sports are. I would love to hear wh- where what the what the 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 um what the breakdown like how people in those really physical sports how they react to real world um, situations. Well, I mean, it's either uh, an outlet for them so they don't do it in the real world, or it's <laughs> part of their personality and they do it wherever. Right? I've seen both. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen yeah, you know, nice. the, I've, I've definitely seen the outlet part mm-hmm. a lot. I know yeah. a lot of guys who get into really physical activities because they're like, that's just where I can do it. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to MVPs, Matt. So my MVP, um, and, and I know Tanya, you brought her up and we didn't really do a lot of talking, but is Mercedes, um, oh. Eliana, Eliana Jones in this one. I, I, I had that written down. I was going to talk about it more in my mm-hmm. MVP. There's just so much content in this episode. Um, I, I, I was very impressed by her in this episode. I thought she handled all of her scenes. She was given a lot of content um, for, for her role. Mm-hmm. And I thought she delivered it really well. It was fun to watch her bounce between Sanguinette, Michaels, um, manage Shorzy in those situations, um, considering the intensity of what was going on. Um, if I had to single someone out who um, genuinely impressed me this episode, it was Eliana Jones, a.k.a. Mercedes. Excellent. So she gets my MVP. Nice pick off the board there. I thought you were going to pick somebody else, but uh, mm-hmm. Victor. Yes. Well, I mean, as much as I, I'd like to pick uh, Nat's trousers <laughs> um, uh, or at uh, her trousers, uh, I think... Um, I, I think I have to stick with my original choice, and that's uh, my man Angelo, because uh, because you know as much as as much as you might think that Mercedes controls the show, it was his decision to you know come out and and be brave and be who he is, uh, and and he you know with his kind of crazy demands. He's the one that brought all the boys together, uh, and 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 you know that evening happened because he wanted everybody there, mm-hmm. and and um, and he had a you know, I don't think you've seen Kiso, Wayne, or Shorzy okay. as happy as as happy mm-hmm. as you saw him on that dance floor that, in so that good. scene. Oh, so good, <laughs> and and Angela made that happen. We caught a bit um, of it at the on, on the family reunion episode last a little uh, bit, season, but yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 it was. yeah, for sure, for sure. But but I mean, he was just he had that dumb, dumb mm-hmm. smile, and it was so <laughs> it awesome. Was yeah, it was uh, like, so I it you got to give it to Angelo. He he was the MVP of this episode. Get okay. let him eat the first stick. If okay, um, all right. 
<laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> I'm going to. Um, I'm going to uh, give a shout out to Meeg's ribbon suit. Uh, Cassie wa- wanted to give that the MVP. Oh, she's so gorgeous. Uh, so she loved the ribbon suit and the hearing scene there. Uh, uh, Matt, was I, that her hair? Like, were, were was that extensions or was that oh, part of the know. outfit? I, I need know. to know. All right, um, I, Matt. I thought you'd give it to Billy Buttry on this one because it was, oh, fair so, enough. Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was a little surprised, uh, but I'm going to give it to Hitch. I'm going to give it to Hitch because I love that he's finding love and uh, and somebody he can uh, play records with, you know, uh, with Pam. So uh, I love that uh, storyline for him. Ten. Love is in the air. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just loving on everybody. <laughs> Um, the only thing that we didn't see was Nat back with, uh, Sh- what is Schner. his name? Schner. That's because he's back Schner. in the suit. Um, uh, that was like, a one like night stand. Just taken down. That was just one thing, <laughs> but God was a good anyways. Um, you know what? It's got to, I, I, it's Mercedes. I really loved yeah. her in this episode. She owned it. She brought it and, and the banter was just right there. Okay. Dennis. Yep. The music. All right. All three main tunes are just chef's kiss. They're perfect. Chef's kiss. Amazing. Nice. All right. Um, that's all we have. And I don't have any listener comments this week. Um, so we're going to, I guess, go on to final comments. Matt, it's up to you. Uh, yeah. I mean, like a lot of weeks I needed this. This was so much fun. Dennis, thanks for coming out, but I'm glad you got your internet, whatever sort of figured yeah. out after your 50th try. <laughs> um, but uh, dude, you killed it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can see I love everyone's perspectives, like the things that people call out and, uh, this is always a blast. So thanks for another fun week, guys. Love y'all. Victor. Yeah. Great. Um, awesome episode to review. <laughs> astounded that you gave it a clearance and disappointed that you actually talked about uh compost so shame on you but um uh, on a brighter <laughs> was that, was that note, cold open i told you the moment he uh, the moment yeah. i knew his stance on it i knew where he was going yeah on your on your anniversary night in a couple of days tanya just remember you gotta nail it in the first 15 seconds or it's oh, not gonna jesus go. christ um so so uh, Dennis uh you were awesome. I only needed to uh, turn on subtitles for you only for the first little bit but then then I kind of got used to it and I was able to understand mostly what you were saying. Oh um uh but but no you you were fantastic uh and uh I appreciate uh, you were able to come out with us today. Praise indeed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did forget that uh, this week um, the Spotify wrapped came out and I just wanted to right. really, uh, you know, toot our horn a bit here because th- these numbers are amazing. And I want to thank our listeners because this is so cool. Oh, something happened over there. Oh, yeah. I just have to refresh. Anyway, um, we are the top podcast. This is only Spotify, by the way. And Spotify only accounts for 20% of our traffic. So, uh, you know, I, Apple is still king in terms of podcasts, but just from Spotify, we are the top podcast for 197 fans, which, which is amazing. We're in the top five for 659 fans and we're in the top 10 for over a thousand fans. So holy shit. Like, thank you guys for, for all your listening. And that's not, you know, people ranking us. That's hard numbers. That's how many people listen 
and what they're listening to. So we really appreciate you guys for that. And the other thing I've noticed uh, too, these numbers don't even include the last month, like the Kiso interview. None of that is included in this because uh, they still listed our, our episode one as our most listened to episode. And that changed like three days after the Kiso interview. So yeah. as far as I can tell, these numbers are up to the end of October. And so uh, next year, hopefully it's going to be even better. But uh, again, thank you so much for, you know, validating us and, and, and for listening, uh, this thing, you know, that we started three years ago is just as a, a fun hobby. It's been so much fun. Dennis, buddy, thank you for staying up as late as you did and, and for doing this. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we love having you on, you know, during the egg halls and, and the after parties. So, uh, what time is it right now? It must be like close to 4am there. No. Yes. Yeah, 4am. I've got work in five hours. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, good morning, but he's already had a monster drink, so he's not going oh, to bed. Man. You're not going to bed. He's just going to work. Pint of beer from Purple Moose Brewery. Wow! Thank you so much for coming on. Sorry we couldn't give you a unicorn. That's on me. I apologize, but I hope you had a good time. And uh, looking forward to having you on again. Uh, Ten. Um. Yeah. This was. This is great as always. Um. Thank you so much to to the people that are listening. This is. Uh, this is incredible and uh, mind blowing. Um. You know. It is. Uh, yeah. Just thank you, um, Dennis. Thank you so much. It was amazing having you here tonight. Um, love listening to you, not just because of your accent, but because of what you brought to the to the uh, uh, episode and uh, all your thoughts. And um, thank you so much for that. And thank you for staying up so crazy early in the morning, late, <laughs> early, whatever you want to call it. Uh, good luck with work tomorrow. Uh, thankfully, it's Friday or Saturday. I don't even know what day it is there. So, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. That's it. Uh, and Dennis. Oh, thanks for having me. It's now the 1st of December, so I've got advent calendar to open. My mom oh, oh, did, el- did your elf arrive? Oh, Our God. elf's arrived. Don't do that. Don't. Oh, t- t- you do not let the faith oak into your house. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh, awesome's going to have words about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Don't um, ever do it. One slide for you, Al. Mm. Um, you need to interview Kate. Kiso again, because we need to find out who he thinks the best slot on the ice is. Oh, fuck. Right. right. The one question I didn't ask him. Damn it. Oh, all right. Oh, we'll get, wait well, another three years. We might get yeah. him again. I'm afraid yeah. to have him back on after today's episode. I feel like he might might kick my ass. Dennis, I can't even hear your laugh, but just watching you laugh makes me laugh. You are a great laugher. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it's been an absolute blast, and I'll try to get a better mic if I do this again. Mm-hmm. Well, you sounded great tonight, and uh, you know we've had we've had worse sounding guests, and uh, you're you're far from yeah. Right. Victor's mic. You're the you're the best sounding year. Dennis from the signal perspective. <laughs> yeah, maybe not maybe not voice. There is a real competition. You've got the British charm, but yes. the voice of God is yeah. I don't know. It's a it's it's a tough one. We have to do a scientific Twitter poll on that one. But can you imagine know. if the two Dennis's combined like a like a, a Dennis Voltron? Like the the I don't know. There would be delays and, and cutouts. Yeah, but there? it would be a deep voice with a British accent. Like I don't oh, even know what that would be that's, like. Though. Oh, some serious levels of strength going on. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, if I, sexy. I don't know Dennis if I can handle. You know that. what? Dennis is in is in the live stream too. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah, Gergen is there. Yeah, this he? this party's this li- uh, after party is going to be fun. All right, man. Thank you so much again. I'm going to play us off here with a, a song from today's episode. I got you by Duke Dumont. Here it is. <laughs> it's a double Dennis night. Double D. <laughs> Tanya's going to be very distracted. (laughs) And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we review the season two finale, Accountability, with our buddy Andrew from Wasega. If you'd like to support the podcast, please tell a friend. Also, follow us on most social media outlets at ProtestantPod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to go into the after party with Double Ds. On behalf of Dennis, Tanya, Matt, Victor, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. Mm